welcome to the Madison Motor Podcast. Today is Thursday, November 9, 2023. Today we'll recap yesterday's NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football games. And look ahead to everything going on in those respective sports. We have Thursday Night Football, we have soccer, golf, reality TV, news and notes, and best bet. We'll start the NBA. Um, we'll go over the results from yesterday. And we'll have two games tonight. And both games are Eastern Conference. Which is uh, not, um, like, not usual. Um, Wizards over to Hornets, 132-116. Pacers over to Jazz, 134-118. Sixers over to Celtics, 106-103. Nets over to Clippers, 193. Knicks over to Spurs, 126-105. Suns over to Bulls, 116-115 in overtime. Rockets over to Lakers, 128-94. Heat over to Grizzlies, 108-102. Bucks over to Pistons, 120-118, so best bet lost. T-Wolves over to Pelicans, 122-101. Thunder over to Cavs, 128-120. Raptors over to Mavs, 127-116. Nuggets over to Warriors, 108-105. And the Kings over to Blazers, 121-118 in overtime. Um, I'm mad at myself. I want to take the Knicks, but it went to 10, so I went with Milwaukee instead. But it turned out to be a bad... Um, choice because uh, Giannis got ejected and that's what cost the Bucks a cover. Alright, 7 o'clock NBA TV, you have the Bucks and the Pacers um, from Indy. Um, my line for this is Bucks by 4, total 241 and 9 tenths. And it is... Three and two forty one and a half, so very close. Um, slight lean bucks. And then on NBA TV from Mexico City, Hawks Magic. So I have to readjust a little bit because I thought this game was in Orlando, so I had to redo my uh line projection. Um Hawks four and a half total two twenty six and seven twentieths and it's three and a half and two thirty one. I like the under. The magic defense has been excellent so far this season, so I really like the under in that game. Now I'll move on to the NHL small window yesterday. We'll go over the games and then tonight's a large window in the hockey league. Um, sends over to Leafs six three big win for Ottawa. Panthers over to Caps four three and OT on a game winner. By Sam Reinhard. So another overtime win for Florida. And the Kings over to Golden Knights. So a big upset win for LA against Vegas. Big window tonight. 7 o'clock. You have the Wild at the Rangers from the Garden. So these two teams met up last weekend. And the uh, Wild ended the Rangers winning streak. I mean, had had Igor Shesterkin played in that game. The Rangers probably win that game in regulation. Um... They're slight favorites, minus 118 tonight. The Wilder, um, minus 102 over under 6.5. Over receiving money, under is minus 122. Well, plus 1.5 is minus 250. Rangers, minus 1.5 is plus 202. I'm going to take the Rangers. Um, I'm going to do it. Um, If they lose, I'm a jinx. Give me my team, minus 118 at home. This is probably the first time I'm giving them out all year on the podcast because they've had a hard schedule. With the exception of a couple of games. I mean, they did lose as a big home favorite to Nashville. That was weird. And then they had a dumb loss against Columbus, the second game of the year. But outside of those two games, they've been in every game. And sometimes they've blown out teams. I mean, other times they've had close games. I mean, I think it's going to be a close one, too. But I like Rangers straight up. Minus 118 at home. To uh, combine the Nick Ranger home winning streak to four for the week. Um... Islanders Bruins from Boston. Um, Bruins minus one fifty four. Isles plus one twenty eight over under five and a half. Over receiving money. Unders minus one twenty two. Isles plus one half is minus five. Bruins minus one half is plus one sixty eight. I like. Um, hmm. I like over two and a half Islander goals at minus one six. I don't really feel good about it though. Um, Canucks Senators. Canucks minus one twenty five cents plus one hundred four over under six and a half. Overs minus one forty two. Unders plus one sixteen. Vancouver minus one half is plus one eight four. Ottawa plus one half is minus two twenty five. Vancouver's nine two and one. They have the same record as the Rangers. Um, Vancouver's been very impressive. Um, 
They deserve to be road favorites in this spot against an Ottawa team that's underachieved. They're, and Ottawa is a win away from getting back to 500. Only the second of a back-to-back, though. So, for this one, we'll go over 3.5 Canuck goals, minus 104. Um, Canadians, Red Wings. Um, Detroit, minus 170. Montreal, plus 140. Over, under 6.5. Overs, minus 118. Unders, minus 102. Montreal, plus 1.5 is minus 70. Detroit, minus 1.5 is plus 140. Over, minus 118. Um... Blackhawks, Lightning. Lightning minus 255. Chicago plus 205. Over under 6.5. Overs minus 132. Under receiving money. Blackhawks plus 1.5 is minus 18. Lightning minus 1.5 is minus 102. Uh, the Blackhawks are 4 and 7. They're not very good. The Lightning are 6 3 4. Not impressive at all. Four um, OTSO losses. Um, but I think they win by multiple goals here. So I'm going to lay the 1.5 with the Lightning. Um, 7.30 ESPN Plus and Hulu Stars Blue Jackets. Um, stars minus 225. Columbus plus 184. Over under 6.5. Overs minus 102. Unders minus 120. Dallas minus 1.5 is plus 1.8. Columbus plus 1.5 is minus 130. Um, Dallas is much better than Columbus. You know how I feel about Dallas's goaltender. I'm going under 2.5. Columbus goals minus 118. 8 o'clock. Coyotes Blues. Blues minus 113. Coyotes minus 106. Over under 6.5. Minus 10 each way. Coyotes plus one half is minus two forty five. Blues minus one half is plus one ninety eight. Um, tough one. <sighs> Saint Louis at home minus one thirteen. They need a win, or they need this game. I would say. Um, Preds Jets. Um, Jets minus one twenty five. Preds plus one hundred four. Over under six and a half. Overs plus one fourteen. Unders minus one forty. Preds plus one half is minus two forty five. Jets minus one half is plus one ninety five. Um. This is a hard one, too. Um, but, oh, um, I'm going to go under two and a half Nashville goals, plus 120. It's a uh, hella buck bet. Um, nine o'clock, Kraken Avs. Um, the Avs are minus 240. The Kraken are plus 195, over under six and a half. Over is plus 104, under is minus 128. Kraken plus one half is minus 125. Avs minus one half is plus 104. Oh, my God, over. Um, auto over. Um, ten thirty. Penguins. Kings. Um, Kings minus one thirty two. Pens plus one ten. Over under six and a half. Overs minus one forty. Unders plus one fourteen. Pens plus one half is minus two twenty five. Kings minus one half is plus one eighty four. Kings on the second of a back to back. Upset special. I'm taking the Penguins to get back to five hundred. Um, probably the first time I've taken the Penguins all year. Um, or given them out as a dog. Um, ESPN Plus and Hulu. Also Oilers Sharks. Awful game. Um. Edmonton minus 350, San Jose plus 275, over under 6.5, overs minus 142, unders plus 116. Edmonton minus 1.5 is plus, or minus 146, Sharks plus 1.5 is plus 122. Where's the plus 2.5s? And the Sharks finally got a win recently, and that was over the Flyers. Go figure. It was the Flyers that lost to them. Um, So for this one, I'm going to go over two and a half Sharks goals plus one of four only because of the Oilers goaltending situation. Okay, now move on to college basketball. We'll go over yesterday's results and we will look ahead to tonight's or today's slate, which is a little bit bigger than yesterday's. Brian over Fisher, 147.9. Maine over Maine Press Guile, 111.59. Winthrop over Rivard, 98.44. Number 10 FA over Loyal Chicago, 75.62. Cornell over Marshall, New York, 107.86. Moritz State over Shawnee State, 96.40. Delaware over Goldie Beacom, 101.68. Cleveland State over Defiance, 102.41. SMU over Western Illinois, 90.53. Penn over Bucknell, 80.61. Fairleigh Dickinson over Penn State Brady Wine, 107.63. Syracuse over Canisius, 89-77. New Hampshire over Curry, 115-38. Ohio over Troy, 88-70. Alcorn over Xavier, Louisiana, 70-62. St. Louis over Lincoln, Missouri, 102-66. North Dakota State over Mount Marty, 93-66. Texas Tech over AM Commerce, 73-46. Northern Colorado over North New Mexico, 81-60. Drake over Lipscomb, 85-70. South Dakota State over Dakota Wesleyan, 83-55. Eastern Illinois over... Um, Monmouth, Illinois, 91-45. New Mexico State over Sul Ross State, 84-49. Portland over Lewis and Clark, 89-72. Mississippi State over Arizona State, 71-56. Seattle over Prairie View, 
Southern over UNLV, 85-71. So UNLV loses a bye game. Um, San Diego over Jackson State, 87-61. Santa Clara over Utah Tech, 77-69. Fisk LIU canceled. All right, 12 o'clock, you have John Brown at number 20. Baylor, we can skip that. Um, 5.30, Pepperdine, UC Davis. I have Pepperdine by 8. And it is UC Davis 8.5. Woo! Um, that's crazy. Give me Pepperdine plus the points, plus 275 outright. Um, 6 o'clock, um, Shaney, Pennsylvania, Morgan State. We can skip that. 7 o'clock, Big Ten Network, Southern... Indiana at number four, Michigan State. Let's see if Sparty bounces back from the bye game loss to James Madison. Um, I have them projected 48, and it's 31 and a half totals, 145 and a half. I'm laying the points. Um, that's a smash bounce back spot, um, at least from a straight-up standpoint. Wax USA ta- Challenge, um, Tarleton State FIU. I have FIU by five and a half, and it is... Four and a half throws, 143 and a half. Um, I like the over. Point Park, Robert Morris, we can skip. Northwestern State, Tulane. I have Tulane by a whopping 32 and a half, and it's 15 and a half total, 157 and a half. I'm laying it with Tulane. Apprentice School, Norfolk, we can skip. San Fran, Illinois, Green Bay, we can skip. Um, American, William & Mary, I have American by five. William & Mary is favored, though, by one half totals, 137 and a half. Give me American plus the points of minus 104 straight up. All right, the following games we can skip. Um, Columbia International, Presbyterian, Maine Atlantic, Canton, Virginia Lynchburg, NC Central, Malay Wagner, um, Andrews, Purdue, Fort Wayne, um, East Tennessee State, Elon. I have Elon by three and a half. And it's East Tennessee State by one after 144. Now give me Elon plus the points and minus 102 straight up. Um, Army Stonehill, I have Stonehill by 12, and it's only one half. Total is 137. I'm going to lay the one and a half at even money. And it's minus 114 on the money line, which is crazier. Um, North Florida and Charleston Southern, I have Southern by nine and a half. And why don't I see that game? Um, so Charleston Southern is giving two and a half, totals 150 and a half. I'm going to lay the points with Charleston Southern. Worcester State, Merrimack, we can skip. Um, SE State, South Florida, I have South Florida six and a half. And it's a whopping 18 and a half total is 149. I'm taking, uh, SE State getting the points. Next. Fairfield, Rhode Island. I have Rhode Island by only one, and it's 10 half totals, 141. I'm taking Fairfield getting the 10 half. I don't think Rhode Island's very good this year. Uh, Kristen Don VMI, we can skip. Um, here's a big one Mac, Sunbelt Challenge, James Madison, Kent State. I have Kent State by five and a half, and Kent's giving three and a half totals, 149. I'm laying it with Kent State. This is a letdown spot for James Madison. Um, James Madison could very well be this year's Florida Atlantic in terms of a team from a mid-major that um, is just awesome like FAU was last year. Um, So um, I'm going to... The points with Kent State, although Kent State could be that team too. I mean, both these teams could be this year's FAU. But James Madison um, has more of a resume now if they uh, or if they pull this one off, and then the the Michigan State win that can carry on, especially if Michigan State could beat Duke and Champions Classic next week. Um, next seven thirty, Howard Georgia Tech. I have Georgia Tech by four. And it's 11 half totals, 150 and a half. I'm taking Howard getting the 11 half. I don't think Georgia Tech's very good. Um, Wax USA Challenge, Utah Valley, Sam Houston. I have Utah Valley by four and a half. And Sam Houston State by eight and a half, total 141 half. I'm taking Utah Valley getting the eight and a half and plus 310 outright. Um, Western Kentucky, Wichita State. I have 
Western by three and a half, and Wichita's giving seven and a half, total 144 and a half. Oof. I think Wichita's overrated. Um, give me Western Kentucky plus the points, plus 255 outright. Oof. I have some legs for a round robin tonight, that's for sure. Um, eight o'clock, um, champion Christian Arkansas Pine Bluff and UHSP Evansville. We can skip those. Um, Mercer, Chicago State. I have Mercer by a whopping 22. And it's four and a half and, th- and 131. I have the points at Mercer. Um, we can skip Kentucky State, Tennessee State. Wax USA Challenge, Stephen F. Austin, Middle Tennessee. I have middle by five and a half. And it's two and a half totals on 42. And I have the points at middle. Um, Towson, Coppin State. I have Towson by 20. And it's 17 and a half totals on 37. FLA with Towson. Alabama MM. Alabama AM and North Alabama. I have North Alabama by 25. And it's 11 and a half and 143 and a half. I will lay with North Alabama. Lamar SMU. I have SMU by 23. And it's 20 and a half totals, 144 and a half. I'll lay it with SMU. Omaha TCU. I have TCU by 27. And it's 26 and a half totals, 150 and a half. Um, that's a high total, but I still like the over there. Um, Lindenwood, Iowa State. I have Iowa State by 33. And it's 33 and a half totals, 132 and a half. I'm going to take another over. Um, Florida, and Nebraska. I have Nebraska by a whopping 37. It's 25 and a half totals, 139 and a half. I'll lay it with Nebraska. Um, 830, North Fork, or North Park and SIU Edwardsville, you can skip. Same with Life Pacific and Southern Utah. 9 o'clock, Pac-12 Network. Cal State Bakersfield at number 21, USC. I have USC by a whopping 39. And it's 24 and a half totals, 149 LA with USC. Um, Science and Arts, Oklahoma and UTEP, we can skip. Um, Cal Poly Denver. I have Denver by one. And it's eight and a half totals, one three and a half. Give me Cal Poly getting the points. I'm surprised that uh, Denver's that big of a favorite. Um, Cal State Northridge and Idaho. I have Idaho by one, and it's Northridge by three and a half totals, one fifty four and a half. Give me Idaho plus the points and plus one forty outright. A really awesome game, and on the West Coast, New Mexico at number twenty three, St. Mary's. I have St. Mary's by twelve. And it's six and a half, so it's one forty-two and a half. I'm gonna lay the six and a half with St. Mary's. Um Portland State, Santa Barbara. I have Santa Barbara by four and a half. And it's seven and a half totals one forty-seven. I'm giving Portland State getting the points. Um But Stata, San Jose State, we can skip. Um San Francisco PA in San Francisco. I have San Francisco by whopping forty-two. And it's 28 and a half totals, 147 and a half. I'll lay the points of San Francisco. And last but not least, 11 o'clock, Pac 12 Network, Northern Kentucky and Washington. If Washington by 17, and it's 14 and a half totals, 138 and a half. I'm going to lay the 14 and a half with Washington. All right, college football. Um, we will go over some of the matching results from yesterday, and then we have two games tonight one ACC and the other's. I want to say it's Conference USA tonight. No, it was uh, Sunbelt. I knew it was one of them. Um, Miami of Ohio over Akron, 19 zip. Bowling Green over Kent State, 49 19. And Toledo over Eastern Michigan, 49 23. All right, on ESPN tonight, you have Virginia at number 11, Louisville. Uh, my projection here is Louisville by 20 and a half, total 52 and 7 20th. And we have. 20 and a half. Wow. And 50 and a half. Woo! Very close. Um, Slight over. And I mean really slight over. I can't believe I got this, the number right. So. That's pretty funny. And then. On ESPNU. You have Southern Miss in Louisiana. At 730. I project Louisiana 10 half total 58. And 1920th, and it's nine and a half and 52 and a half. So I really like over here a lot in this spot because I think that um, 
of these units are no good. Meaning the defenses. Okay, now we'll do Thursday night football. Um, it's a terrible game. It's probably the worst primetime game we'll see all year. Although, Sunday night between the Jets and the Raiders, I'd be screaming, eat my beer, or uh, hold my beer. Um, it's between the uh, Panthers and the Bears. Um, my projection is Chicago by three and a half total, 46 and four fifths. Um, Tyson Bajan is starting again for Justin Fields. Um, For Chicago, and on the flip side, no Justin Houston, no Brian Burns, no J.C. Horn, no Jack Thompson, no D.J. Carolina, which is brutal. Um, and it's Bears by three, total three. Now, if I absolutely adore the over, um, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Um, the Bears offense showed a little hump against New Orleans, but the Panthers defense absolutely is abominable. So I could see them taking advantage. Khalil Herbert's back. And then... You have um, a lot of Panthers defenders out in this game, obviously, and then the Bears defense just takes two. So I think this is an opportunity for Bryce Young in a bounce-back spot as well. So I really like the over in this game, despite Tyson Bajan starting. Okay, now I'll move on to soccer. We'll go over... Some key results from yesterday, and we have Europa Europa League today. So, um, we'll get into that. We're, we'll start with MLS playoffs. Um, so we have a uh, series over in the East as Philadelphia beats New England one 0 and wins the series two 0 The lone Union goal scored by. Chris Donovan in the 79th minute. Mark Anthony K got red carded in this game for New England, which was brutal. And so Philadelphia is on to the next round as they'll play. I think they played the Columbus Atlanta winner. Um. Obviously interesting that game three is um on Sunday night. So um the Union advance they get a little bit of a rest, which is good for them and good for my uh my good future that I have. Um so tonight would have been game three between LAC and Vancouver, that's obviously not going to happen. Um so Champions League results from yesterday. Real Sociedad over Benfica 3-1. Napoli Berlin 1-1 draw. Bayern over Galatasaray 2-1. Arsenal over Sevilla 2-0. Copenhagen over Man United 4-3. Real Madrid over Braga 3-0. PSV over Lens 1-0. And Inter Milan over FC Salzburg 1-0. Alright, we have Europa League and Europa Conference League to get into. Um, We'll do picks because there's time. Um, all right, so 12.45 this afternoon, you have Ajax and Brighton. This is Group B. Um, Brighton's minus 140. Ajax is 3-1. to one. The draw is plus 320. I'm going to go over 3.5 goals, plus 110. FK Carabag and Leverkusen. Um, this is group. Um, H. Leverkusen's got to be favored. They're red hot right now. Um, the minus two forty. Carabag is plus 550. The draw is plus 370. I'm going to go under 2 enough goals, plus 146. Renez and um, Panathinaikos. 
This is Group F. Um, Rennes is minus 165. Um, Panathinaikos is plus 430. The draw is plus 280. Um, I'm going to go over 2.5 goals, minus 110. Um, LASK Linz and Union SG. This is Group A. Um, Union SG is minus 105. Lask is plus 260. The draw is plus 260. Uh, Union SJ is minus one five. That is crazy. Um, Servette and Sheriff. This is group uh, group G. Um, Servette's minus one sixty. Sheriff is plus four fifty. The draw is plus two seventy. I'm gonna go with. Over two and a half goals at plus one ten. Slavia Pergu and AS Roma. This is Group G. Um, Roma's plus one fifty five. Slavia plus one eighty five. The draws two to one. Um. I think Roma's playing better. I'm taking them at plus 155. Maccabi, um, Haifa, and Villarreal. This is Group F. Um, so Villarreal's minus 130. Um, Haifa's plus 340. The draw's plus 260. I'm going to go... Under two and a half goals at minus one hundred two. Toulouse and Liverpool. This is a big one, and this is Group E. And Liverpool is just so much better. On minus two seventy, Toulouse is six to one. The draw is four to one. I'm gonna go over three and a half goals at plus one sixteen. All right, the three o'clocks. Um, West Ham and Olympiacos. Um, this is Group A. Um, West Ham's minus ten. Olympiacos five to one. The draws plus three thirty. I'm gonna do under two goals plus one twenty six. A E K. Or AEK Athens and Marcial. This is Group B. Um, Athens plus one forty. Marcial plus one eighty. Draw plus two thirty. We'll go with Athens plus one forty. Adelana and Strumgras. This is Group D. Um. Adelano's minus 410. Strumgras is 10 to 1. The draw is plus 470. I'm going to do over 3.5 goals plus 150. Uh, BK Hacken and Molde. This is Group H. Um, each team's plus 150. The draw is plus 270. Um, I'm going to go with the draw, plus 270. Um, Rangers and Sparta. And this is Group C. Um, Rangers minus 115, Sparta plus 290, draw plus 250. I'm going to go with Rangers minus 115 at home. Uh, Batiste and Limassol. This is Group C. Betis is minus 430. Aris is 10 to 1. The draw is 5 to 1. And it is over 3 half goals at plus 158. Freeburg and TSCBT.
Um, this is group A. A Freeburg's minus seven fifty. Um, FK seven or I'm sorry, fifteen the one that draws seven the one. I like under three and a half goals minus one sixteen. And last but not least, Sporting and Rakow. This is Group D. Um, Sporting's minus one three. Rakow set or eleven the one. The draws plus four seventy. I'm going to go with Sporting minus one half at minus 118. All right, the conference league, we're not going to do picks because of time. All right, so going on right now is SC, Astana, and Balkani. Um... 12.45, you have Besitikas and Bodo Glimt. Um, Kukariki and Fiorentina. Nordstjylland and Ternava. Ferencvaros and Genk. HJK Helsinki and Frankfurt. Liga Warsaw and Zerginski. PAOK and Aberdeen. Victoria Plazen and Dynamo Zagreb. 3 o'clock Austin Villa and AZ Alkmaar. Rita Bollock and KAA Ghent. Club Brugge and FC Luguano. Z Luenk and Maccabi Tel Aviv. Ludogorets and Fenerbahce. Olympija and KL Klosvik. And South Bratislava and Lille. All right, now I'll move on to golf. Uh, we did a while with soccer because we did the, do the uh, um, Europa League. Um, so we'll do the current leaderboard for the Butterfield Bermuda. Um, right now in first with 10 under is Alex Ren. Second with 8 under, Vincent Willey. Tied for third with 7 under, Stuart Sink and Davis Riley. Fifth with six under is Ryan Bram. Tied for six with five under Tanner Guinea, Ashke Bahida, Nate Watney, Adam Long, Dillu, and Robert Garrigus. Tied for 12th with four under Kelly Kraft, Kramer Hickok, Justin Lauer, Martin Laird, Camilla Vegas, Matthias Schwab, and Ryan Gerard. Tied for 19th with three under is a pretty big group. Um, Nate Hardy, Ryan Palmer, Chris Stroud, Fabian Gomez, Dylan Fertelli, Estelanzo Goya, Brent Grant, Augusto Nunez, Greg Koch, or Coach, and Danny Geis. Um, tie for 30th with two under. Kevin Toy, Pat Gazier, Sean O'Hare, Jeff Overton. Um, you have George McNeil there, um, Brandon Wu, and Chase Johnson. Tie for 37th with one of There's a pretty big group. Now we're just going to do notables. Um, Doug Gim, William McGirt, Matt Trainer, Luke List, Troy Merritt, Hank Labiota, Henrik Norlander, Max McGravy, Jonathan Bird, Ben Crane, Scott Brown, Michael Glidzik, Ryan Moore, Kevin Stradler, Taylor Pendrith, and Mark Hubbard. Tie for 58th at even. Bo Van Pelt, Lucas Clover, Thomas Dietrich, Jason Duffner, Lucas Griffin, Scott Harrington, Peter Mulnati, um, Jimmy Walker, Scott Piercy. Tie for 70th with one over, um, Derek Ernst. Tie for 72nd with two over, Richie Morensky and Sung Hoon Kang. Um, tie for 76th with four over, Jonas Blix. And 78th with six over is Greg Chalmers. And then we have some guys that have yet to uh, tee off, so uh, we'll see how they all play out. All right, now we're going to recap last night's episode of The Masked Singer. Um, 
it was an interesting episode, to say the least. It was one hit wonders night. Um, so the first contestant we had was Donut. Talked about being lucky. He was a mega hit. There was a badge, a wild, wild west sign, well rounded, a city, cowboy boots, theater, bow and arrow. And this performer performed Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Swede. The special clue was um, another. So the special clues, they played a random one-hit wonder song. And the title was The Clue. How bizarre. And Donut hints about getting hit after hit like Rocky. Um, Nicole said Sylvester Stallone. Ken said Jeff Bridges. And Jenny... And Robin said Tom Jones. Then it was Hibiscus. Um, There's a gingerbread, late bloomer, a connection with Sharon Stone, First Aid Hospital. There's a connection with Elton John. There's Statue of Liberty, Dracula. Um, And this person performed It's Raining Ben by the Weather Girls. And the special clue is I'm Too Sexy. And she said she's been at beauty pageants and she's worn tiaras. Um, Ken said Bonnie Hunt. Robin said Janice Dickinson. Um, then came Anteater. Um, it's had a long career. There was a guitar, a yacht, Hard Times, Angel, Donkey, a Rainbow, Home, an Eye. And this person performed Walking in Memphis by Mark Cohn. And the special clue was Somebody's Watching Me. Um... And Anteater said he's performed in front of 40% of the whole world. Ken said Rick Springfield. Jenny said John Cougar Mellencamp. And Nicole said Brian Adams. And then last was the character called Candelabra. Very pretty costume. Kevin Hart. Like it said like Kevin Hart calling or calling Kevin Hart in the clue package. Um. Got an early start to her career. California, a butterfly, a holiday gift was in there, like, on rapping. And the song she performed was One Thing by a Mary. And the special clue was Two Princes. And she said, who needs two princes when you have one fire princess? Ken said Mariah Carey and Regina Hall. Nicole said Brandy. And Robin said Anika Noni Rose from Princess and the Frog. The SmackDown ends up being Anteater against Hibiscus. And the song they performed was Hey Mickey by Tony Basile. Anteater went first, Hibiscus went second. And the person that moves on was Anteater. Hibiscus goes home. My guest for Hibiscus was Kira Kazantsev. She was a model and she won Miss New York in the past. Um, Robin said Janice Dickinson. Nicole said... Hannah Waddingham, Ken said Kim Cottrell, and Jenny said Luann de Lesseps. And it was indeed Luann de Lesseps. So Jenny was correct. Um, Hibiscus was clearly the worst of the four. Um, you could tell she wasn't a singer. Um, although, Annie is interesting. Candelabra, I think, will be in play for the win. Donut, I thought was going to be in the showdown with Hibiscus. I knew Hibiscus was going home. It was just a matter of who her opponent was in the showdown. And I thought it was going to be Donut. I thought Anteater was better than Donut. But they both move on. And Donut has a chance to uh, redeem itself in next week's episode. Which... The theme of the episode, um, I forget what Nick said it was at the end of the episode. And, oh, I it's on the tip of my tongue. With the theme of next week is. 
Um, it was like a cartoon. Oh my god, it's on the tip of my tongue. Ugh. I think it's Trolls Night, like the DreamWorks, um, uh, the DreamWorks animation Trolls. That's what I think the theme is. I think it's Trolls, Trolls Night, which is uh pretty interesting. All right, now we'll move on to Survivor. Um, really good episode last night, but predictable. But at the same time, I don't think it was as good as last week's episode. Um, so the show starts off with the um, tribe, the merged tribe coming back to the new um, merge tribe, which is uh, Dakawaga. And they're talking about how Caleb um, survived the shot in the dark. And how crazy it was. And then they show, like, groups of people talking on, like, ideas of who to um, potentially vote out in the next tribal. And then, eventually, we go to the challenge. And Jeff breaks them up into two teams by rock drawing. And the teams were Austin, D, Jake, Julie, Katura, and Caleb. And Kelly, Kendra, Sifu, Emily, Drew, and Bruce. The latter team I just mentioned was blue, and the latter or the former team was red. And the individual immunity challenge is the one where you had to climb up a pole and hang on to it. And if you drop to sand, you're out. But the key with the two teams was that. Um, obviously two people get immunity, two people safe, obviously, which are the two immunity winners, and then two people get sent home. But the person that held on longer for immunity also got the reward with the other people in the group to the sanctuary. So your immunity winners were D and Kelly, respectively, on the two teams. But D held on longer than Kelly, so D took her group to the sanctuary, which was, um, like I said, it was D, it was Austin, it was Caleb, um, Jake, Katura, and Julie. So they went to the sanctuary, and they enjoyed themselves some tacos, and then the other group went to the old Lulu camp to um, strategize and who to vote out and whatnot. So they go to tribal. The blue group went first. Or the blue group, I mean the group that drew blue rocks for immunity. And before they go to tribal, they strategize. Um, Kelly does a really good job getting Kendra and Bruce on the same page to try to get out Sifu. So that works out. So Sifu votes, votes for Bruce, and then the other five votes Sifu out, so bye-bye Sifu. Where it gets very interesting was the red group. Um, so Caleb, Jake, and Katura were planning to vote out Julie, and then D, Julie, and Austin... We're trying to vote out Caleb. And obviously, those three individuals that tried to vote out Caleb all came from the original Reba tribe. So that's what those three individuals had in common. But before they went to tribal, um, they obviously had the thought of um, 
the split votes, and then they're going to try to get Austin to flip, meaning the other group, the Julie, and then they're going to blindside Julie, potentially. But before they go to Tribal, Jake and Caleb um, talk about, oh, let's tell Katura that Bruce has an idol and has the Lulu idol. So... Caleb tells Katura about it, and Katura was talking and went to Jake and said something, and Jake told her that everybody knew about it pretty much. But she was upset that she was left out of that secret. So karma's a bitch, isn't she? So um, Katura flips her vote to Caleb from Julie, so Caleb is the first person into the jury. So that's how the episode played out. And then the votes went four to Caleb. Katura was gonna vote for Julie, then she ended up voting for Caleb. And obviously Caleb and Jake voted for Julie. So Jake left out of the vote. Obviously and now that looms next week a Jake Julie um thing. So we'll see how that plays out. So best move of the episode um I think it was the blue rock drawn group coming together and realizing that Sifu's a bigger threat in the game than Bruce. So they eliminate Sifu and obviously Bruce not playing his idol was a good move too. So, um keeping Bruce around another week was the best move, which led to him not playing his idol. Worst move, Caleb owning up to the Bruce idol to Katura. Obviously, um that's in my opinion what cost Caleb another week on the show and what cost him uh or what, what cost him this week, because uh, obviously that flipped Katura's vote onto Caleb. And Caleb was the first person to own up to it. And then, um, so, obviously Katura turns on Caleb and votes him out. So, bad job by Caleb. And then, um, obviously Jake, I think, is now in a little bit of a rough spot. Um, Favorite moment of the episode um, during the first tribal when Kendra said, don't assume because you make an ass out of you and me. I love that that line from Kendra. And I love that joke, period. So um, good job by uh, Kendra making uh, the, uh, the viewers laugh. Um, Kendra still might pick the win. I love Kendra. I think... She- her emergence as a leader on this show has been really good, and I think that'll help her cause. Um, being a leader on the show um, could you could do you well, but it also could do you poorly. Um, obviously, Gabler emerging as a leader a couple seasons ago helped his cause. Um, I think that Mama Julie has a chance to be this season's Gabler. But the difference is that Gabler's name was not written down once in Tribal. Except for obviously the finale when everybody wrote him the win. But um, Mama Julie already has her name written down once. But um, obviously um, we've seen Marianne at the bottom and go to the top. We saw Jam Jam go from the bottom to the top. Um, we saw Cassidy, even though she didn't win, go from the bottom to the final three. So we've seen it happen. And I think that Emily has a possibility to be this season's Cassidy Marianne to be where she goes from the bottom to the final three. Um. Next one out's Jake. I think Jake got himself into some trouble 
this past episode with the whole um, not telling uh, Katura about Bruce's idol until before the tribal, and she just voted out Caleb, and I think she has uh, Katura has her eyes on Jake, and I think that um, Julie also has her eyes on Jake because Jake um, put Julie's name down. So I think Jake's out next, and I think that is an easy out next. Although I wouldn't rub Bruce. I think D's become a big threat. Um, so um, I think Jake's out next week. Although, like I said, I think D and Bruce are your other threats. And then at gunpoint, who wins the next individual immunity I think Jake is under immense pressure to win the next immunity um but next to win immunity you know what I'm actually gonna say Bruce I'm actually gonna say Bruce but I don't feel good about it I think it's gonna be one of the boys that wins it and I'm gonna say it's Bruce Bruce wins immunity Jake is next out Kendra wins um so there's uh um, survivor talk, and there's a lot of survivor talk. Now move on to news and notes for today. Um, there's a lot to talk about for news and notes as well. So we'll try to rapid fire. Um, so the Giants are starting Tommy DeVito against the Cowboys. Um, great thing to do if you're tanking, um, which they probably are at this point with Jones out for the year. Um, but he's so bad. That's how you tank. We talked about Tyson Bajan starting for the Bears again. Good news for the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson's 21-day window to return from the IR begins this week. If they get him back soon, then they can absolutely get to the postseason. I don't think they're going to win their division, but they could be a 6 or a 7 seed, absolutely. With the um, trainings for Dobbs, might actually save their season a little bit. And speaking of Josh Dobbs, NFL executive says that he's viewed as a high-level number two and he's in line for a payday. That's not surprising. Um, the Patriots have hit J.C. Jackson, and he's not expected to travel to Germany as part of a mental reset. Oof. Jason Pierre-Paul is looking to join a contender as he's willing to sign with the practice uh, on a practice squad contract. Um, I think... Uh, the Ravens make a lot of sense for Jason Pierre-Paul. He'll be reunited with Odell Beckham Jr. James Conner returns to practice as he could return this week with Kyler Murray against the Falcons. Um, um, NFLs are, uh, are upset with calls as Von Miller and Cam Jordan respond to recent roughing the passer flags. Um, college football stuff. Um, Colorado has a fifteen million dollars scoreboard coming next year. College football all star games open the juniors as underclassmen can now take part in college all star games. So that's pretty cool. Um, Michigan responds to the Big Ten as the school sends ten page letter objecting to any discipline for, for Jim Harbaugh and football program. Oh, my God. This is a disgrace at this point. I really hope Michigan doesn't make the playoff. I hope they lose to Penn State this week. I'm just so fed up with the school. It's a disaster. Harbaugh's going to the NFL, and even the NFL's going to suspend them when he inevitably leaves Michigan for, say, the Bears or the Chargers or the Cowboys or somebody like that. The Jets... The NCAA reduces gambling penalty as student-athletes who gamble on other sports at their school will lose a year of eligibility and receive one year suspension. Hmm. Um, so in basketball, um, so remember Victor Wembanyama made those comments about the guard and how it wasn't intimidating and all that. I think I talked about it in News and Notes yesterday. Well... The Knicks fans are chanting overrated to Wembenyama. I mean, that's what you get when you when you talk trash going into a game and um, you play like shit and your team gets blown out, granted, by a team that's much better than you and you're on the road. 
That's what to expect. And that's why I'm mad at myself for not betting on the Knicks yesterday for best bet. And by the way, speaking of that game, uh, Hubie Brown was broadcasting that game. He's still doing games. Good for him. That's crazy. And then obviously Mike Breen was doing play-by-play since uh, the game was not on MSG yesterday, so they let Mike do that game. And like I said, Mike should have did the uh, Nick Buck game, but instead they threw him with uh, with the um, Luka and uh, Jokic. And then the Spurs did get Devin Vassell back against the Knicks as he had the adductor issue. Um, Tyler Harrow likely out a few weeks as he heard crunches and cracks in his ankle. Yikes. Anthony Davis did not play last night. With the doctor spasms as the Rockets blew out the Lakers. Um, Bradley Beal came back and made his son's debut last night against the Bulls. Jamal Murray will be out likely for the rest of the month with a hamstring injury. That is brutal for Denver. Um, but yeah, Wembenyama, the Garden did not live up to the hype. He said that yesterday before the game. Mm. And how about this? Um... So James Harden obviously played in Brooklyn yesterday as a member of the Clippers. Harden got booed. And then this was so funny. The Nets fans were chanting Maury at Harden. That was great. I wish the Knicks fans did that on Monday. I would have died. But holy crap. Good on the Brooklyn fans. That was clever. Love it. Um... So, baseball, um, the league cancels the GM meetings as more than 30 executives came down with a virus in Arizona. Yikes. Um, that's not great. Hopefully everybody gets well soon. Um, that got sick. Um, Angels hire Ron Washington as their manager. He last managed the Texas Rangers in 2014. He was the third base coach of the Braves. I think Ron Washington deserves another opportunity. He was a good manager at the Rangers. He got fired that season because they badly underachieved and ended up with like the third pick in the draft. And I think that was the Dylan. They picked Dylan Tate in the draft, and then they ended up trading him to the Yankees for Beltron. They were, and then they bounced back literally like the next year or the year after. But yeah, brutal for uh, Ron Washington not to be in the game for that long. But um, inspiring hire by the Angels. Um, I think that this could be like a Bruce Bochy type of situation where um, the Angels are good right away. But that just depends on whether um, Otani's back or not and if they keep Trout. So um, that's Otani and Trout-based, but this could also be a very long rebuild. Um, David Peterson underwent hip surgery as he'll be out six to seven months. That's not good for the Mets. Um, Dave Dombrowski says that Bryce Harper is exclusively playing first base as they will not be bringing back Reese Hoskins as Hoskins is obviously, um, recovering from a surgery. Um, Bryce wasn't bad at first base last year, but the problem with the Phillies roster is that they have a roster full of DHs. Kyle Schwarber, Nicholas Castellanos, even Bryce at this stage is a DH. But um, with Bryce being a first baseman now, um, they have a lot of um, versatility on the team too, but it's not in a good way. They have a lot of poor defenders on that team. And obviously um, not having Reese come back um, kind of makes their defense better. Um, Scott Boris said that Juan Soto is not being traded as he says that Juan is definitely in the Padres' plans for 2024. Um, sometimes um, these things aren't always true. Remember, I think Boris said that he wasn't getting traded from Washington. Well, guess what? Washington traded him. So um, maybe if the Yankees or somebody blow away the Padres with an offer, or they say if the Yankees put like Jason Dominguez on the table and a couple of pitchers, then they can get it done. Um, 
The Yankees spoke to Cody Bellinger. Um, they've touched base. Um, if that's their big free agent pickup, um, that could be pretty good. But um, at the same time, their track record of trade and free agency pickups have not been good outside of uh, re-signing Aaron Judge and signing Garrett Cole. Like those beat level players, they're not. They have not been good. Carlos Rodon was a bust this past year after signing a big contract. Trading for Joey Gallo was awful. Trading for Frankie Montas was awful. Um, you can just go down and, and on and on with the list. Um, Harrison Bader bad. So um, like I see why the Yankees would sign Bellinger because they have a need at the position, but. At the same time, as intriguing as the fit is, not everyone is meant to play in New York, but Bellinger did play well in Chicago this past year, and I think the Cubs might want him back too, so we'll see. In terms of Otani odds, the Dodgers are minus 110 favorites to land him. Um, That's crazy. I wouldn't bet on the Dodgers. I would bet the field over the Dodgers. Um. I bet the Cubs personally. I wonder what the Cubs number is. If it's double digits, I want to bet on the Cubs to land Otani. If I can bet it here in New Jersey, I'd bet on the Cubs because um, they get Craig Council. Um, they're obviously a team that's looking to win. That division is as bad as it's ever been. And the Cubs can absolutely make that jump and sign Otani and they instantly become the favorites in that division with the young talent they have. They have Dansby Swanson there. It's like a B-plus veteran leader type of player that they signed that big deal last year. So um, I'd look at the Cubs. Um, I, I don't think he's going to either of the New York teams, um, although I think the Yankees could use him. And absolutely the Mets probably need him more than the Yankees do. But um, the Dodgers don't need Otani. I know they. Um, it makes sense for them to sign him because – they lost in the division round back-to-back years against um, a team on paper at the time was probably better than them. And then, well, obviously, this past year, a team that was significantly worse than them in the Diamondbacks. So I see why the Dodgers would want to go there, and they probably have overrated their team from a regular season standpoint. So I understand why they would sign Otani, but at the same time, they don't need Otani. I mean, they may need Otani in 2025, but he can't pitch next year anyway. So, I I mean, I don't see... Like, the Dodgers can overcome um, not getting him, at least for 24. What the Dodgers need is healthy pitchers. Like, Jordan Montgomery is someone that the Dodgers should be going after. Blake Snell would be the perfect Dodger. They don't need Otani. Um, so, Polistic's injury is not serious, as he suffered muscle soreness in a win against PSG. Um, Sergei Bobrovsky, go, um... Gives nods to Hockey Fights Cancer um, Intentive. So that is uh, pretty cool as he he decked out in purple. And then Madrid will not sign Mbappe as reports suggest that he won't be landing at Madrid. So we'll see where Mbappe lands. That is a big story that we have to follow in soccer. All right, best bet of the day brought to you by FanTool. Um, so, um, I have a couple in mind. Um, there's a hockey one I like, and there's a couple of soccer ones I like. I'm actually gonna go to soccer for best bet. There is a there's two I actually liked in soccer: a home favorite and a road favorite. The home favorite I liked in Europa League was the Glasgow Rangers, and the road favorite I liked is um, Union St. Galois. But where I decided to go for this 
Um, I like um I really like Union uh St. Joy's against Lask. I really do. They're minus one ten. I'm gonna lay a fifth of a unit on it for best bet for today. All right, that's it for the show. I'll be back tomorrow at the Monster Friday show with all the picks, Fab Five, and a lot more. No more NASCAR, which is sad. All right, have a great day, everybody.